Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Dads on the Fly podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Simmons, alongside my brother, Joshua Simmons, and we're excited to kick off episode one, and we just want to take some time today to tell you a little bit about our stories when it comes to faith, when it comes to being dads, and also when it comes to fly fishing. Yeah, I can't tell you how um, how excited we are about this. It's I don't know if it's we've reached a point in our lives where we're big enough dorks. We just get excited to talk on a on a microphone to each other, or uh, or I don't know. It's fun. We're we're looking forward to it. So what we're going to do today is um, first we're just going to talk about how we came to to our to our faith, how we came to our our walks in faith. Um, and just uh, talk to each other a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk some about fly fishing, and we're going to end with um, fatherhood. So uh, why don't you take it away first? And uh, just, um, you know, for everybody who doesn't know who may be listening, we are the sons of a Southern Baptist minister. Um, You know, we both grew up in a a preacher's home. But uh, you take it first, and and then I'll kind of just play off of you, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, you're right. You know, we grew up in a uh, household that was um, very religious, obviously. Uh, We grew up uh, going to church, um, you know, every service, every opportunity. uh, You know, we we lived, um, you know, when I was born, the house that we lived in was across the street from the church. And then uh, when we moved to where we kind of really grew up, uh, oh yeah, you were born in Walterboro. That's right. Yeah, good point. So yeah, we we did live across the when you were born. I, I keep thinking about the Lake City House, but yes, yeah. we we Caleb was born in Walterboro, and we were at a church there. We moved when you were. I was three when we moved to Lake City, so I, I don't really in, remember Walterboro a whole lot. I was in first grade. That's right. I was going into second grade. Yeah. Okay, and and that that can bring me into my story. So, um, even though I think that, yeah, that would be. Right after we moved to Lake City that year, um, that fall, is when uh, da- Dad spoke a sermon one day, and I can remember um, sitting in church, uh, and I can remember looking at Mom and, and telling her that I was sorry for all the bad things I'd done, and um, and that's when I think I first really understood uh, what sin was and um, and really understood it in depth. And so, you know, that morning, uh, actually not that morning, we went home, and um and we used Dad's uh, handy book. You remember Dad's handy book? Yeah, I got the exact same Dad's handy book. Uh, you still have it? I have the original at the house. You have the OG one. That's impressive. Some I have the original Dad's walk through faith. Is that like salvation? Like, yeah. Salvation. Yeah. There you go. There's the word at the house. Yes, I used it with Foster. That is so cool. Like with the little big yes, yes, yes. Ring, I used it with like Foster with when Foster accepted like Christ through, in his life. Is it like yes. laminated? No, it is a little worn on the edges that, for that's sure. Yes. Yeah, we should so, probably laminate that. So, um, so anyway, we used that book, and, and that night, I, uh, that afternoon, I, I accepted Christ, and I was baptized on, um, on my birthday when I turned eight. Uh, Calvary Baptist Church, Lake City, South Carolina, and uh, Dad baptized me, and since then, I have been a um, a Christian, and it has been a. Uh, it's always, I think. With all Christians, I think it's it's always up and down. So it's it's going to be uh, you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs through the walk of faith. But I think recently, um, I would say just in the past in years, I've really just learned more about 
I think what Jesus did and how he how he loved people. And that's what I've been focusing on. So uh, so that's where I am. Yeah, it's, it's a cool thing about the book. But go ahead. Yeah, I love the fact that you mentioned the, the, the book? dad's infamous little. Uh, we'll get a picture of the book for the we'll Instagram account. That. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have, have to, to get a picture of the book. Because um, I was, yeah, the exact same book. I was a little bit younger. Uh, we were in Lake City. Um, I remember uh, semi vividly. Um, you know, I was like six years old, and um, uh, it was around like probably February or March. You know, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that's like I can remember the exact date and time and exactly everything that went down, but I do remember having that conversation with Dad in his office at that church there in Lake City, um, going through that book together and really understanding what it meant that Jesus loved me enough to ultimately die for me. And um, so, yeah, I remember getting baptized on Easter Sunday when I was six years old. Uh, I'm sure I was there for that. You were probably there. However, I was probably I, there for yours too. But however, I, I do not remember. I do not recall that Easter Sunday as you do. But that's good. Yeah, probably probably not. I do remember too uh, getting baptized standing on like a um, like five gallon pot in the baptistry. Do you think was I that recall you that? Too? I yeah. do think, no, I didn't need the were pot. I was a little tall enough, yeah, but I do enough, I do recall probably. using the pot. Yeah, I had to stand on top of this pot, so I was tall enough for everybody to see me, so Dad could uh, could dunk me there. And um, so yeah, so been uh, been following Jesus really since I was. Since I was young, and that looks a lot different. Um, I think as we as we grow up, and you know, we have the understanding of a of a child, um, and then as we kind of go into middle school and high school, figuring out what that really means to like follow Jesus and not just you know say, hey, I've gotten this, you know, been saved, I've been baptized, so I get to go to heaven one day. Um, what does it really mean to like live and follow Jesus? And really been wrestling with that all through since middle and high school and then into college. Um, I was blessed in college to get to hang out with some really awesome men uh, that were really instrumental to help them develop my faith. I um, was involved of, involved in some small groups there with a with a Presbyterian pastor who really just um, spoke a lot of truth into me. It's, and, a, it's a good point because I was involved in, I had really great friends when I was at Kentucky and then at Appalachian. Um, I had a pastor also who yeah. who took me under his wing, and we would have uh, small group discussions. And he was a Alliance Bible Fellowship. Oh wow! There so so there you go. No no, we we went. Yeah, I don't even know what that means really. And like I'm a pastor now, I should probably know that. Yeah, so, it, that was the church so, we went to, yeah, Alliance cool. Bible Fellowship there Church, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it's cool, and I think that's something that if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're not a dad yet or a fly fisherman, and you're just young and you're about to go to college. I would say that's one of the most important things to do. Yeah, especially, um, you know, if you're involved and if you you follow Jesus. And um, definitely I would encourage you as soon as you get to school, if you're headed there, um, get connected with some people that are going to help you in that um, because it is super important. It's super vital for me. I was surrounded, you know, by a lot of guys who who love Jesus and love people. And so we tried to uh, take a – they, they really encouraged me and were super instrumental. And, and really, because in that time, you know, when we were in college, um, right when I was in college, uh, I mean, if I'm honest, there that freshman year had a bit of a crisis of faith just as um, our parents went through some things um, and some difficulties. And uh, I kind of, at the church that Dad was pastoring at, and I kind of just was like done, you know, still wanted to follow Jesus, but kind of done with the organized religion and church part of it there for for a short season um but it was really when i was uh, surrounded by those other guys that that it really kind of helped me to grow in my faith in that season and uh now as i'm i've graduated college and been living up here in western north carolina for a while uh 
what, now you're a pastor. Teacher? Now I'm a pastor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy. That's probably an entire episode <laughs> on could, its own. We could do like a couple of hours. On yeah, that, probably. that will be a, a later on episode of <laughs> yeah. you know from from gridiron to school to uh, pulpit. Yeah, there you I hope go. that'll be a future episode for sure. But but I would like to say that you know as we spend this time talking about our faith and um, you know if if you if you share this with somebody. Um, this podcast and it's what we want it to be is, um, you know, maybe, maybe if you don't know Jesus and you, and you don't know about him, we hope that th- through listening to this, you learn about him um, and that, you know, you, you come to, you could hopefully come to love him like we love him, um, to know that he loves you. So we don't want this to be, um, you know, we, we sure want you to listen to it. Maybe if you're in the fly fishing world or maybe if you're in the dad world, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, um, and you don't know about this whole faith thing we're talking about. So, um, yeah, we ho- we will continue to explore that and give more you know, yeah, and I, and, I, and I hope one of the things we're able to do through this too is to let people see that you know, like like I said, I'm a pastor now, but there's still stuff that I'm learning and growing in every day. Um, I, I hope that I never quit learning and growing, and that God continues to teach me things. And um, and 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 to, uh, one of the things I hope we can do on this podcast also is be real about some of those things that we struggle with. Um, be real about some of those things when it comes to faith. You know, um, I don't have it all figured out yet. And there's a lot of times that, uh, you know, dealing with with doubt and different things. And so um, just because, you know, we're talking about this stuff, it, it, it's like it's kind of like the title of the podcast. It's, it's still on the fly in a lot of ways. We are still um, learning a lot when it comes to our relationship with Jesus as we go along. Yeah, we're, we're on the fly with all of this. Um, that's how we came up with the name in a 45-minute text message thread, uh, which is how we come up with a lot of what we're doing. Um, <laughs> Very true. And, uh, you know, it's we do these uh, – you know, this is our first episode recording. It's currently, like, after 11 o'clock on a Thursday night. Yeah, my favorite thing about this, too, is, like, uh, we were planning, and I'm sitting here, like, trying to make plans and stuff like that and being like, hey, you know, we could talk about this, we could say this, we could go here, you know, even trying to script something out. And then we tried that the first time, and it was like – we're better if we just don't do that. We'll just go. We, we kind of have an outline. That's yeah, it. That's about it. So, um, so, so let's talk a little bit about our, our second topic we want to try to hit weekly, and, and that's fly fishing. Um, so Caleb and I grew up, I, I would not call myself like an avid outdoorsman at all. Um, I would not really call myself a, a really avid fisherman growing up. I mean, Dad took us fisher, fishing. It was something we did. Um, always on our, always on our birthday. I can remember that. Like, you go fishing on our birthday. Like that. Well, I guess me because my birthday's in May and yours in November, so weather's a little better for me. I can remember Dad like checking us out of school, and we go fishing on our on my birthday. Yeah, I mean, and Dad fished a lot. Um, I mean, he he fished at I don't know. Maybe that's a thing that you used to do with Southern Baptist with pastors. You know, that people would take him fishing, and they would, and they would take us a lot of times when we were little, and as we got older. They would take us. But as much as we fished, I let's tell the trout story. Okay, so first trout you ever caught. Was it Cherokee? Was it when we went to Cherokee? Or did you the catch one first, before that? The first trout I ever caught, I think, was our was our trip our to trip Cherokee, Cherokee right? okay. North Carolina. Okay, yeah. so we go on this. We have a friend here in town. He takes us to Cherokee, and he's like, we're going to go catch trout. And we're like, okay, cool. And we, I, I, the funniest thing about that is, I remember getting like the rod for that and thinking, like, what are we getting into? It, it was like it's a like four foot long, or, or I guess like, probably like six rod. foot long. Yeah, a little spinning rod, like the lightest little spinning rod tackle. 
I've ever seen in my life. Because yeah. we're used to like, you know, saltwater fishing, bass rods, like, yeah. like catfishing, big rods and stuff like that. And bass so fishing, we get these little so rods swap. and we go over to Cherokee. And if you're not from here, you don't know about Cherokee, we could tell you all about that. That could be an episode in itself too. But anyway, we go over to Cherokee and we, we start wading these rivers in these boots that have felt on them. We have no idea why there's felt on the boots until you wear a pair of boots that don't have felt on them and you understand the difference. Um, and we, we catch trout. Yeah. I mean. We caught a lot of trout. Yeah, we did. We, we caught, ca- like, cooler in, because we Yeah, because we got there on, like, a 1 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and fished all that evening and then got up the next – we camped. We f- got up the next morning and fished till like, probably 3 or 4 o'clock the next afternoon. Yeah, the we w- I'm, sure, I'm sure both of our wives would love to tell you the story of us putting the tent together before we ever went camping the first time, too. But <laughs> that's, that's a whole other um, – but, yeah, we, we caught trout on a spinning rod. And, and they're stock trout, and we can talk about this and that later. But we're, we're catching trout, and, it, and it's fun, and we're having a blast. And, you know, we're using live bait. And, and I remember this. You don't remember this, but I remember getting out of Soco Creek, and this man and woman were fly fishing. And, uh, and we had caught, like, 20 trout in that stretch of river. And I think they had caught, like, three. Yeah. And, and I can remember telling somebody... I was like, I think it was the guy I was with. I was like, I'll never do that. Yeah. I, I can remember saying that. Yeah, I can remember saying that. At this moment as we stand, I cannot throw a spin rod. The last time I threw a spinning rod, I got the craziest bird's nest, yeah, nest I, that I've ever I had. I cannot cast a spin rod. Yeah. That's been 10 years ago. I, yeah. ca- I cannot cast a spin rod now. So my fly fishing adventure then, I don't know if you remember this, but – for Christmas that year, mm-hmm. my father-in-law bought me, which I still have, a Crosswater Reddington combo. Yep. Okay. Same Christmas, mom brought bought me because I'd asked for it because some guys uh, in our church at the time um, were are pretty avid fly fishermen, and I said, you know, what? I'm thinking about possibly because I I was kind of yeah. thinking like maybe this is something that'd be interesting to get into, you know. So mom buys me like a Walmart. Like there you, you go, know, thirty dollar fly rod and reel combo with like these most ridiculous huge flies you've ever yeah. seen in now, your life. And this is when my fly fishing adventure started, and I'm pretty sure that was Foster was born that September. So that was probably one of the biggest mistakes I ever made. <laughs> Waiting to Wait. start fly fishing when you have children. Okay, I thought you were going to say having foster. No, 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 not, not having foster. That's the best, Definitely one not. of the best things I've ever done. But you know what I mean? Like waiting yeah. to start fly fishing until you have children. Yeah. And those of you who are dads out there listening understand because it's so much more difficult to find. Yeah, so so my story is kind of kind of funny, like when it comes to that, like there, that story right there. So I got the fly rod, and immediately I call a friend named Dave that uh, I was going to church with at the time. I was like, hey, man, I've got this. I'd love for you to teach me because he's an avid fly fisherman, very good at it. He takes me that day. We catch, you know, I'm, I'm not trying that to That was the cold day. Yeah, it was a cold. Yeah, it was a cold day. We go over to the Tuck CG. Yeah, but we went before that, if you don't remember. Here, here's the thing. The before you get to did? that story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All before right, you get ahead. to that story, because that was your first, like, catching a fish on the fly. Okay, that's right. That's we right. That's the first time I foster off yeah. at Sally, with Sally at school. Yeah. I think he was, like, five months old. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he was older than that. He could have been much older well, than that. It was, it was, he was born in the fall, yeah, September. Yeah, anyway. She was, like, six, seven months old, yeah. And we go to... The West Fort, if, and my principal at the time met us up there. Yeah, and we're trying to catch fish, and we we catch. No, we were up there for like five oh, we had no hours. Clue what we were doing. We had no clue. Yeah, 
And then you went and, and then I went with that what, guy yeah, and yeah. we throw streamers for the first time. Yeah. And I caught uh like three or four in a couple of hours there in the tuck with some big stock fish. And I'll never forget like the next so that was like a Saturday. The next Sunday, Dave approaches my wife at church and just says, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, she goes it's crazy. She goes, What 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 are you sorry about? What's what's wrong? She, he's just like, I'm sorry, because immediately following that trip to the Tuckasegee, we come back to Waynesville. There was a fly shop in Waynesville at the time, and I go drop about $400 on a brand new, like, legit rod and reel and some nicer boots and a few other things. Yeah, I don't remember. That was your yep. St. Croix rod? Yeah, it's my yeah, first, first my, my rod, rod that I first, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you, you know, I had that Walmart rod, yeah. and to be honest, I don't know where that's at now, but uh, that St. Croix rod is, like, the first... I and so I think it was maybe, on. I don't know how many weeks after that, but yep. you said, okay, now I know what to do because you'd been with somebody who knew what they were doing. Yep. And we go back to the Tuck. I mean, not to the Tuck. We go back to the West Fork mm-hmm. and, and and we start catching fish. Yeah. Um, Throwing big, you know. Well, we start catching either, nymphs. you know, nymphs or streamers or whatever. We start catching fish. And and I think from that moment, we I mean, I, I was pretty much, I was set. Oh, I was hooked. Yeah. I mean, what, once you just catch a fish on a fly rod and for me it's it's a trout too i mean i've I've not had a lot of experience catching other fish on fly rods i'd like to but it's just something about it yeah so then we, we like to say that the tug is the drug yeah, like, yeah. i mean it's, oh, for it's sure. just addictive and then the time goes by and, and you know we can tell all kind of fishing stories but that was kind of it for us and it's something that it's really something we we've done that more together than anything else absolutely yeah for sure Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, because like when we were growing up, you know, you were four years ahead of me. Yes, so I am four years was, older. You Although years many older. times I get told I'm the younger brother, we, but yes, we go another long time on that. So yeah, you're you're four and a half years older than me. So when I like got to the age where I was actually like cool enough to hang out with, you were gone to college. Yeah, and so like going. when I was like you know like learning how to do stuff and you know playing a lot of sports and doing things like that. You were gone. I was in college. Um, yeah. You were in I mean, college. Your freshman year, high school. I was a freshman at Kentucky. Yeah, exactly. So we were far apart. Yeah. I mean, I didn't come home very much. Yeah. Um, I met Laura that year. I mean, yeah. there was just, I never came home, and so. And I would really, say, if we want to be honest, I have Laura to thank for my love of fly fishing because, like, you married her. She's point. from Western North Carolina, which is why uh, we're here. Yeah, which so is we, the whole we reason we're here. When I graduated from college, job kind of fell through. Yeah. You call me up or like, hey, come teach school up here in yeah. West North Carolina. And then like, so like, it's a good point. How much we we owe to, Laura <laughs> to, to having this, this, even though now she probably doesn't, well, she, she's pretty cool with it most of the time. Cause we don't, we kind of plan our trips pretty accordingly, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's the thing we do together more than anything else. Absolutely. Um, and you know, like I said, I can't, I can't cast. If I, if you had, if I had to, for a large sum of money, if I had to, Throw a bait caster out that window to your road. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, it'd like, be a, it'd be a bird's nest. I, I, I really don't think I could do yeah, it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be the probably the same thing. I, I mean, and I've that's nothing got, against like, people who oh, do it. Gosh, I think no, it's I great. It. I just I think it's great, and I still it. have fun doing it. You know, I, I go saltwater fishing some with my father in law, and uh, we go we go catching you know bass in ponds and lakes and stuff like that every now and then, and I, and I still enjoy it. I mean, don't get me wrong, but if you give me the choice between standing knee deep in a cold river casting a fly rod and maybe not even catching a fish or going to the lake and sitting in a boat when it's 150 degrees and, you know, maybe catching some nice bass and stuff like that. I'll go stand in the river all day. It's not even close. And I can't, 
I, I'm to the point now to where I want to figure out how to catch those fish that I used to catch on a spinning rod on a fly rod. Yeah. Like that that's where I'm at. Yeah. I want that's where I'm at in my fly fishing journey. Yeah. I want to start learning how to catch like smallmouth bass, yeah. like largemouth, like I want all kinds of stuff. Salt fishing. Yeah. I mean fishing from even from the like the beach. I mean yeah. I, don't, I mean I, that's where I'm at because yeah. I don't even and, and it's not because I think that any of those other ways are bad. Like I'm not a fly fishing snob. I don't look down on people that you know, don't want to fly fish. That's fine. It's just what I like to do. Yeah. It's like once I've done it, I don't want to do yeah. anything else. Um, so that's kind of how we got into fly fishing. Yeah. And now Caleb's time flies. Yeah. Uh, you know. I've made I've made so many friends through fly fishing. Oh, for sure. Like through um, you know, meeting people with similar interests that that do the same thing, and just having conversations with them about it, and then they're being like, well, hey, let's go together one day, and so we go together, and then now, like, we go together often. Um, you know, one of my best friends works at a fly shop now, and we uh, we go fishing quite a bit together. Yeah, we've done some great trips, which we we'll talk about on this yeah. podcast, um, some great trips in different parts of, you know, the South. Mm-hmm. We haven't ventured out where we it's want on a bucket to go. List. Yeah, we're, we're going we're to venture out. Um, so, you know, if you're listening to the podcast. We're going to people to listen to this podcast. Yeah, well, that's, that's what yeah. your money is going to go yeah, to if, if you start, if, you know, if sponsoring you start it. really getting interested in the podcast, that, that's things we want to do. Just remember we're, you know, <laughs> pastor and teacher dads who eventually want to get other places in the world fishing. Yeah. But uh, I would say. We also take sponsorships in the form of babysitting so we can go fly fishing. That's a great point. That's that's a, I think that's, that's a really, really good, good thing point. to remind people of. I would say that, you know, we that's kind of how this podcast started. We wanted to sit around and talk about fishing, but. We're not experts on that, but and we're not experts on any of the things we're going to talk about, but we felt like it wouldn't be fair to just talk about fishing because yeah. we have other people that, you know, we love and want to support us, and, and they love us, and, and they're interested in what we do in our in our jobs, in our careers, in our faith, and, you know, as being dads. And so that's where come dads on the fly. And so as much as we could stand here in this first episode and talk about fishing, let's talk about the other super – Part, important part of and our life. thing that kind of brings us together still. Yeah. It's, in it's, our families. It's being dads. Yeah. Um, so me becoming a dad was first, um, 2011. We're in 21 now, right? Yeah. So 2011, um, you know. Golly, he's going to be 10 this we year. Had, we had, yeah, Foster will be 10. We had Foster. Um, and then three and a half, like three years later, we had Corbin. And so I am the father of a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Uh, Foster will be in fourth grade. And Corbin will be in first grade. And she and him are very different. And, um, you know, parenting them and being a dad to them is, and I think that's something about, we talked about, it can be just as difficult, if not more sometimes, than presenting a fly to <laughs> trick a trout. It's, it's, it's so funny how you compare them. And, um, it, yeah, I mean, so, so, so my story, like becoming a dad, like, um, we had Reed in 2016. He's our oldest. Uh, he is five and we had James in 2000. Holy cow. 2000. I, sh- I should know this better. 2018. I have a bracelet to figure yeah, out. That's mine. a better that's idea. I'm um, sorry. He's 2018. It's so weird sometimes the way they just run together. The worst is like when I'm at the CVS pharmacy and like picking up a prescription for him and have to remember their birth dates. That's really bad. But yeah, he was born in, um, in September of 2018. And so he's two. And so it is so funny how different they are 
And so, you know, when we were, it's kind of funny, like we're telling our stories about learning how to fly fish and like going out that first time and not having a clue what we were doing and spending five hours and just like figuring out and then going with somebody else and learning from them and then coming back and kind of having a plan to go and and catch fish and do it better the next time. Like when we had Reed and we kind of felt like, okay, we maybe figured this thing out a little bit. And then we had James and like we had a plan kind of going in and what it was going to look like. And then, like, he's just pretty much obliterated the plan. That's a good point. Like, we he, just, is, he is so different. We, we just got back than, from vacation, than, like, two weeks ago. And, and I would echo that statement. Um, you know, I would, yeah, it's 100%. We had them all four <laughs> together, so yeah. we saw all four of them um, being their own selves in different ways. And I think that's important to know if you're, um, and we, we plan to have some expert dads, maybe, I would call them, right? Interviewing on this what, podcast. What do we mean maybe? by expert? I don't know. We plan to have some. They're more. Experienced I would love to have us. our dad on here sometime. Yeah, we will do that for sure. But you know, we plan to have. But as far as Caleb and I go, we're doing it on the fly. We are. <laughs> we're um, figuring this thing out. But I think that, I think, that's one thing that Laura and I have always talked about is, you know, we're going to do this our way. Yeah. And even though we may do things similar, um, there are things we try to instill in our children. As dads, you're going to do some things different than I am. Absolutely. And you know, that sometimes can be, not to be too like, I don't know, sometimes that can be looked down upon. I think like some people think you have to do it this way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. As, as parents. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times like, like you know, there's books, there's things that are out there that like, oh God, and the, like social media has like ruined it in a lot of ways of, you know, like how you should raise your kids and doing this with your kids and, um, you know, doing it this way and doing it that way. And and one of the things, you know, I, I think we're kind of getting at here is that kids are different. You and your spouse are different than those parents that you read about or you see on social media that do things that way. And, and your lives are just different. So why are we trying to, like, can put people in a box and say, if you do it one way, then it's going to create this great result, you know, in the future? Because, because ultimately, I think that's what we're after, you know. Like, as we raise kids... We're not just raising them to, like, make our lives easier when they're five and two. Like, we're raising them with, like, the end in mind. Like, thinking about, like, when they're 18 and what what things are going to yeah. look like for them. I mean, I think you, you try to teach them to whereas if you weren't around, you know, how, how are they going to be? And I think even though we do things different, I think there are certain things that we would say we try to instill in our children. Does Absolutely. that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, certain things. Yeah. Um, You know, like, I, I try to teach my kids that, we're going to love all people, um, yeah. regardless of differences or where, who, what they do and, or what they do to us or yeah. if somebody treats you wrong or whatever, like we're going to love all people. And that, that can be hard, especially as Foster gets older, he sees more and he yeah. kind of picks up on stuff. Um, so that's one thing that, that we try to do and that I try to do as a dad. Um, and I try to show that. Uh, and so that's, that's what I would say, you know, as I said, and once again, we're not experts on any of this, but you have to do what's best for you mm-hmm. and, and your family. Yeah. With the guidelines of, you know, for, for us yeah. as believers, hey, here's what we Yeah, teach. Yeah, it's like there's there's these overarching principles. Yeah. And these things that, like, we want to, um, you know, establish in our kids and, and prepare for them as they grow older um, and things we want them to know and things we want them to learn. But, you know, the 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 principle is one thing, but the methods totally could be totally different for everybody. For sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, we see that like 
Well, as a teacher, I see it yeah, all the time. Yeah, you know, I mean, people, working with kids and like ministry and stuff like that too is very same. And and many people, you know, get it very very right in many different ways. Yeah, and and you can see that when you um, take them on. So, um, what else about fatherhood? Just early early days. Um, well, I think too. Like, I mean, we'd be we'd be doing a terrible disservice if we didn't talk about the fact that I think we had a great father as an example for us. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, our dad did a great job raising us. Yeah. Um, he, he was, he was our friend, but he was also our father, which I think sometimes gets blurry in today's yep. world. Um, oh, wow. We could, I, I know. But are we right now? Like future, future podcast episodes? episodes yeah, Cause know, we, we can, can do it, but long time on that, but he was both and, and he was able to do it pretty well. And I think that was a great example. And I also think that we would be, unfair to say that you know we can't be dads without very supportive and very good spouses yeah totally um you know our wives are are on the same page with a lot of things well with everything how we how we raise our children and you know but you know and you don't believe this until it happens but kids sometimes see moms and dads you know what i mean like moms and dads different right i mean there's some things that laura's really really good at Mm -hmm. And there are some things that I'm not good at, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and we see that a lot in parenting kids. So, uh, you know, we, we could go on forever about how our kids are different and mm-hmm. talking about different things about, and I'm sure that'll come out later, but um, that's how, you know, that's when we became fathers. And so yeah. we're both so, fairly, fairly new to it. Yeah, so we've got a few more minutes to kind of to kind of go here before we kind of wrap this thing up. And one of the things we did want to talk about, like, was our stories about coming dads and, like, um, like planning for that, like, what was that like for you? Like thinking about like when you became a dad for the first time. Um, okay, you okay. Know, I thought you were like, saying like how long we waited. We were or, married. Or, you were like you know like all that too. Like planning kind of. We were married kinda. for. Let me think. What two thousand eleven? Yeah, like four years before we had Foster, which was good for us. That's what we decided to do. Yeah. Um. You know we we did a lot of other stuff. We we don't remember what we did. Like, can you remember what you did before kids? What did we do before kids? (laughs) Like, we always sit around at night. I I mean, it's like you said a minute ago. Can you imagine, like, if we had gotten into fly fishing before we had kids? Yeah, not only that, but I I went to Appalachian State for two years, so I was living in Boone, not fly fishing. You're in, like, fly fishing Mecca. teaching in Western North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of Saturdays and Sundays playing golf that I could have been in a river, and I really hate myself for that. But uh, not that anything's wrong with golf. I just love fishing so much more. Uh, So... What are you saying? Like, we, we had our kid, so we had Foster four years yeah. after we were married. Um, I, I, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, you don't, you, anybody can tell you, and anybody who's listening who is a parent, you cannot be prepared for that. No, you never are. Like, the way you feel, what happens, yep. anything. Yeah. You, you can't be prepared for it. Yeah. And then it's all different. Like, from then on, it's like you have this, like this new responsibility. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like you said, you'll never be fully prepared for that, like, in any way. Like, financially, like, oh no, mentally, like, Every decision you then make. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and that's the choice that we made when we decided to become parents. Like, hey, I'm a dad. And I was like, yeah, there are things I can do and there are things I can't. Like, as Mm -hmm. far as, like, my schedule or where, even where you work and like where you decide to live and all these different things. I mean, it's been, it was great for us. We had, um, you know, at the time we had foster and mom and dad were, our mom and dad were an hour away. 
Um, Laura's parents were close. We had tons of people to help us yeah. early on, and, and that was huge. Um, but I don't know if that was a question you were asking. Like, what, what was what were you looking for there with that question? I mean, as far as planning, what else did you want to go into? No, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. You know, well, thinking about like Corbin, thinking about the second one coming along. Well, you know what's interesting? I, I don't know. I, I was different in the hospital. My wife would tell you that right off the bat. Yeah. I don't know if that's where this needed to go, but go for I it. I remember with Foster, I was paranoid. Yeah. Like totally. I wanted to like anywhere he went in that hospital. Yeah. I went with him. Yeah. Um, I wanted to like Sharpie his yeah. foot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, they had the little lock jaw thing, like the little, not lock yeah, jaw. Yeah, the, lock, the little know, what's alarm. That thing it's like an alarm. Yeah, on so their foot where out. they don't, yeah, yeah, so he can't. But I like, I feel like I did not sleep until we got home. Yeah. I remember with Corbin, we got to the room and I fell asleep. Yeah. For like three <laughs> hours. It was like right after she's bored. Yeah. Like, oh, right, like right after we got to the room. Yeah. And it wasn't like, not like you don't, you still care. I mean, you, <laughs> it's just you, you realize that, yeah, this will be all right. I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's like that fear is gone. Yeah. Like, it's so with us, like, well, I think you, I think to be fair, you know, with, I don't know how much you want to go in detail with, with, I'll, Reed. I'll go. I don't care. I know, but like, you know, we want to do that for this episode, but yeah. there's, there's a difference there that I could not understand. Yeah. It's like with his health issue when he was yeah born. so so for people listening that don't know you know reed was born with a with a health issue we didn't really know a lot about it um we just knew something was going to be wrong we didn't know how extreme it was going to be they found some stuff when he was still in the womb and so when he was born you know they had like a crash team like in the room with him like he was first of all he was huge um it was big yeah he was like 10 9 my wife's a superstar and um so he's born but you They're say that crash like, team, he was in a regular room. By yeah, he's in a regular birthing room. Yeah, he's in a regular birthing room, but they have like that crash team in there, like making sure he breathes, making sure all the stuff happens. And he comes out and he passes through all that, like with flying colors really quick. But then they do a couple scans on him that night, and we have to spend some time in the NICU over the next few days. And um, everything's turning out great. And we can go into more about his story later. Um, I but, think it's a future episode you're not making note of. Yeah, yeah. Why did we, we need a notepad every time we do this. We will remember that from now on. For sure. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so like he was born, you know, super excited, uh, but a lot of craziness in the next couple of days. And so I can remember though, you know, you're just talking about like birthing stories and stuff like that. Like when we had James, it was just like a completely different experience. Not in a bad way. Like it's just, it was, it's just different because I think when you go into having kids, you're so like, you don't know what to expect and you don't know um, what's going to happen. And it's really, it's really scary. But the, I think the kind of beautiful thing about like all that is, um, you know, I mean, people have been raising kids forever, you know, people have been having kids forever and, and God's really prepared us and created us in such a way to be able to figure this thing out. Yeah, and and I will say, um, Having children, I can remember sitting there and saying, I I can't understand how someone doesn't believe in God yeah. when that happened. Like yeah. it's just the miracle of that, watching that all take place. Um, you know, both both of you know, Laura being the trooper she was going through everything she went, and Sally the same way, and it it's a miracle. Like yeah. ch- having Children is a miracle. Yeah. 
And what's funny in our situation is both of our youngest children are the wild child. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, when we like, get them together, it's like really it's scary. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's funny. But it's a good time. Yeah, it's, it's funny how that worked out for us. For well. sure. So we are, I don't know, how are we done? What, yeah, how, we're like 36 we minutes in. We can go ahead and start we, wrapping this thing up. Our first episode of yeah. Down the Flight. We were going to try to do a couple things for every episode. Um, one was a was a was a dad tip of tip of the week, right? Dad tip of the week. Dad All right, here tip, we go. Dad tip of the week. Have you figured something uh, out? I, you, sure. You uh, were, no, you were first. You, you were thinking about it. I don't know. My dad. I don't know why this. This is probably so obvious to everybody. Okay. But my dad tip of the week when they were little. Now, okay. Yeah. Go for it. Was the timer. The timer. The timer. All right. Explain the timer. Why didn't you teach me this? Well, like it just helped. It, you do this. Like, if we set a timer and we oh, had to... Oh, like, if we're about to do something we had to leave somewhere, somewhere, or somewhere. Or we had to leave gotcha. the pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Had, like, I don't need it anymore. My kids are older and they're better. Oh, but, but when they were do. little, yeah. the timer was a huge... Yeah. Like, we have to leave to go to church. Yeah, or, there's probably, like, some really, like, great, like, brain development research out there that explains this. But for some reason, like, when they're five and under, like, if you can look at them and just explain to them, hey, look... Because Reed really struggles with this, especially like, you know, with this last year being coronavirus and stuff, and we were so apart from people for so long. Anytime we're with people now. He doesn't want to leave. He he freaks out if we have to leave. But if we look at him, we say, hey, buddy, look, five minutes, we're leaving. You need to prepare yourself. And my kids were like audible learners. They had to hear that timer. Yeah. Like, I mean, if it had timer, like anywhere we were, I can just remember that when they were little. So yeah. that was my dad. That's a great one. Used, I think we'll just stick with that one. The timer, the timer is a, the timer can be your friend, yeah. especially when you've got. And I guess it would work on adults too. Like Laura would say, it would work on me. Yeah, you do need a timer. However, <laughs> okay, so fly right, fishing, so, it no, doesn't work. No, fly fishing, it does not work. Uh, we'll go this real story. And this is how we'll end the episode today. My brother is wonderful, but uh, I think maybe I should start using this tip when we're on the river, especially when we're fishing in the afternoons, because it never fails. We'll be hiked in two, three miles deep up some trail. I'll be looking at him. It'll be eight o'clock at night, and I'll be like, "Hey, man, we probably need to be thinking about where we're going to get out now." But this where all relates go. to being a father, because if the kids are at somewhere, not a paid babysitter, then that timer is pretty irrelevant at that point. <laughs> well, it depends. How dark do you want it to be when you're walking out of the woods in the middle of the night? Headlamps for safety. Yeah, from we we learned the hard way that we have to start packing headlamps because Joshua is the fly fisher that's always like, "Oh, but look at the next hole." Oh, but look at the next hole. Oh, but look at the next hole. And so when I say we need to leave, uh, yeah, it's all about your Enneagram 7-ness and all of that stuff. But if you go fish in the woods, like where we like to go, there's always a better hole. Oh, absolutely. And and the the deeper you go and and the higher you go, the better it is. Yeah. And so always it's, you know... Hey, dude, like, it's 8.30. Hey, it's almost dark, man. Hey, we probably ought to be thinking about how to get out of this. So maybe I should start doing that from now on. Maybe we'll use the we'll timer just, we'll for adults. We'll use the timer too. for adults for when there we go, go get in the river together. That's how we're ending the first episode of Dads on the Fly. Um, you know, use the timer efficiently, however you need to use it. However you need. Thanks for joining yeah. us. We hope if you enjoy what you're listening to, do us a big favor. Follow this. Uh, like us. on. We're on Instagram. Go find us there. At Dads on the Fly. Dads on the Fly on Instagram. Yeah, check us out there and uh, subscribe to this podcast. And if you found it useful, if you found it fun, entertaining, do us a favor. Uh, podcasts get their start by getting rates and reviews. 
So leave us a great review and then share it with a friend and uh, tell them to, to check it out. Yeah, nothing would mean more to us than like you telling your buddies or about about this podcast. If nothing else, we're probably going to say something throughout the 30, however many minutes we talk that will make you laugh. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll bicker back and forth like brothers do. And so we would appreciate it. And, and, you know, give us some feedback. Hey, you know, add this or talk about this or, or whatever. Um, you know, we, we call it Dads on the Fly, but um, I'm sure at some point through this uh, adventure we will interview some moms. I don't doubt it for a minute. Oh, absolutely. Um, and uh, and so we hope that we can reach the fly fishing community. We hope we can re- reach the uh, faith community and the dad, and the dad community. Um, we're pumped about where it may go. Um, so we hope, hope thank you. It, it's a, you know, taking time out of your day to listen to us while you're riding on the road. It, it's huge, and we appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next week. Dad's on the Fly episode two. See you then.